This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Our time is five minutes after one o'clock. Welcome back to uh, the Power Zone, this being the second hour of uh, the show. And we grateful uh, to really have you on this morning as we go into your Tuesday. Day. Uh, we still say that the best way to start your day is right here uh, with us on uh, the show. So hoping that you're well and that you're ready to engage with us, especially looking at uh, this particular conversation that we're going to be bringing you uh, this morning. Uh, this being with Yonga Masigebe, who joins us as Nguvu Change Leader and the UDM Secretary General here. Uh, this being the United Democratic uh, Movement. Uh, but really, when you look at it uh, this morning, we look at issues of infrastructure where the schools are concerned. We know very well that there's been a lot of work given there in Parliament just around this particular issue. There have been incidents, some of them even ending up in the courts. Remember the story of Michael Komapi and there from Limpopo and what happened there and even the courts just ruling in favor of the family here and organization Equal Education. I think there were one of those respondents in this or applicants in this particular matter. So we hear that you know, even when there was that and a whole lot of publicized issues and movements around where we find ourselves, where this issue is concerned, there's still lapses, there's still gaps in between and these gaps are just forming or coming across as very dangerous because of the fact that one would expect the schooling environment to be as safe as possible. But infrastructure development a big issue in the country right now, but then we speak to uh, just young Gama uh, this morning uh, around uh, this uh, cause of a concern where children then die in, in adequate infrastructure here. Uh, what is being done? Uh, what are those conversations? And this morning we get an update as we go into uh, the second hour of the show. We're on 0861 There by X, we go by at PowerFM987 at Katlerolorodi underscore. Let's just rally behind the hashtag PowerZone this morning. Young Good morning, sir. Welcome to the show. Um, good morning, Katleho, uh, to you and also to the listeners at home. You know, thank you very much for giving us uh, your time uh, this morning. And uh, here, Yongama, we find ourselves here. Uh, I was just looking and reflecting and just looking at uh, just these cases uh, that came out. And some of them are just uh, more or less should have been eye-openers one way or another around where we are as a nation, uh, the gaps that exist within uh, this space. And I'm just, uh, as I was preparing for the conversation, it took me back also uh, to uh, the country's norms and standards. And I asked myself as to where are we, where the issue of infrastructure uh, is concerned. It looks like, uh, you know, uh, yeah, the battle is still on. Uh, and, and, and there's been a little movement in terms of zooming into issues of infrastructure. What is happening in this space, Yongama? Um, as you correctly put it, Gatlech, uh, we are, um, instead of having to address these issues, we are redressing or uh, regressing. Um, so the the country is moving at a slow pace, mm. and that in itself causes us to go back uh, ten years, uh, you know, 
Uh, because if you look at the schools infrastructures are having a topic of the basic education, um, especially in, in, in the provinces whereby we've mentioned it in our petition that we uh, created last year, at the beginning of the year, uh, in, instead of it, uh, as much as more money has been put um, into, in, into, into the basic uh, education every year when a budget is, has been presented in front of the country, but you do not know where that money goes to, um, because you do not see any change. Instead, things are becoming worse. Um, just a typical example, last year, the Eastern Cape alone, um, their infrastructure, infrastructure grant had to go back to National Treasury because they did not use it. Um, and, and you ask, and you ask yourself a question, in a, in a province which has the highest number of pit latrines, um, they could not utilize that particular uh, type of funding. Um, to you know, to at least uh, eradicate half of what uh, uh, you know is is there in in the province, or start something that would show that they are willing to eradicate um, a peddler trends, mm. um, and that happened at a year whereby we we had a storage broke up. Um, of a child in the Eastern Cape, four-year-old, who, you know, drowned and died in a pet latrine. But still, the department felt like it, it should not use the budget, whether it was because of the lack of expertise or, uh, uh, you know, bureaucratic uh, issues within the systems of supply chain and so on. Um, but then if we are ha- also having those excuses, um, then we'll ask a question, I'd say that each and every year, um, uh, my research dates back to 2015, 2016, even before the Michael Gomapi uh, case mm-hmm. came up. Um, we were talking about uh, eradicating uh, pit latrines in the country, and we have had deadlines upon deadlines. Um, and, and, there's, and, and there's no sense of agency with our government to do this thing. Um, then it goes back to saying to us that there is no respect for dignity, um, you know, for, 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 for health. Um, we are not upholding the constitution um, because all these rights are enshrined in our constitution and are protected in our constitution. And uh, it, it's basic rights that um, our children and our teachers, uh, you know, should be able to enjoy at school. Sanitation becomes an issue. Some other schools, they don't even have water. Um, or if they do have water, but the infrastructure itself, the, the, the toilets are pits and there's nothing that they can do. Um, I've visited Wenakatleho. Uh, I think what, what prompted uh, the, um, the, 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 the petition on my side, I visited a school in the Eastern Cape, in the deep, deep drawers of the Eastern Cape, whereby I went to see my little cousin. And it is where I found that um, if they're not using these pit toilets because they're full, some of them, um, you know, they, they, you know, they defecate in the bushes. It is not safe for a girl child or even for, for a woman. Um, the stench in the entire school, like it's, it's, when you come into the gate, you're welcomed by a stench of, 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 of feces um, and so on. So um, it's, we have, we, we, we are living in a country by, uh, we have an uncaring government. It's unfortunate that now we'd have to yeah. politicize the whole the whole issue um, around um, basic services and and, and sanitation, mm. and and also the you know the dignity of our people. Uh, uh, you know, 
um, and 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 it, it is really unfortunate. Also, it's unfortunate that we'd have to petition our government to do right by its citizens, who are taxpayers, because this money it's 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 in the public purse. Um, it is it is it is our taxes. It is the VAT that we pay, which has gone up to 15 percent. It is um, the inflation. That's you know, there's a lot that has been put up into 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 uh, the public purse. And they divide it nicely and put yeah. at the beginning of the year, but then you do not see exactly after the announcement where that money has yeah, gone. Yeah, I, I mean, so, I, I wanted to come in there uh, to say uh, what I'm picking up from what you're saying is that uh, there is, uh, you know, that provision. Uh, there's the infrastructure grant uh, that would see uh, more or less, uh, you know, year in year out. Government talking about, even though uh, sometimes and others would argue that over the years we haven't seen as much agility in ensuring that that grant is increased uh, to meet the level or the gaps within the education space, uh, including wages and the likes where teachers are concerned. Uh, but over time, we see uh, just provisions made for uh, public sector, like your infrastructure, uh, you know, development within the healthcare sector, within education, within the police and uh, the likes in ensuring that things move. But I'm getting a sense that uh, where then lies the stumbling block is in the implementation, is in the rollout and ensuring that uh, these monies find meaning within uh, the communities because what we hear is that uh, then this money would get returned to a national treasury meaning that uh, there is somewhat of a a gap or a stumbling block there's someone that is not doing their job there or who doesn't have an idea of what they are doing there at the top in terms of rolling out uh, this money if not uh, you know ensuring that there are projects of purpose uh, that would change people's lives on the ground I agree. I agree. Um, um, that's that's where the gap is. And yeah. you know, um, South Africa has been lauded to have had um, beautiful policies um, yeah. uh, that could change people's lives and that could, you know, uh, resolve or, or change the status quo or the imbalances of the past. Um, um, but then there's a there's a there's a divide between policy and implementation of such policy. Um, others would cry and say there are bureaucratic tapes in between which red tapes are long uh, and the supply chain management systems are not in place. But then if you've got people um, who know what they're doing in a, in a, in a, in a, in a certain department, um, in all, uh, you know, it's, it's workings and offices, I don't think that the laws that be would be a problem if all of us are up to standards in doing our jobs and we know exactly what to do. We've got the expertise, we've got the experience and we've got the drive and the passion for it, you know. Um, and not only having the drive, uh, uh, you know, to, 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 to have care backs. Because I think one of the other issues that we have, which is a major issue in South Africa and maybe in Africa, or yes, in, in African countries, it is corruption, which has been a part um, of our DNA, which now, um, you know, uh, 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 is identified as an African problem. Yes, other countries do have it. But in, in, in Africa, or let me speak in, in essence of South Africa, it is over the years, um, we have seen this problem and there's, 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 you know, it's corruption with, 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 with um, impunity. People are not charged. People are not held accountable. Um, you know, there's, 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 
there's just um, a free-for-all kind of situation. Or else people don't do their jobs and there's no consequences. There's no consequence management um, on top of that because the people that we have in government are friends of people or families of people who are in power and um, they are untouchables. That is a problem that we're having in this country. Um, and, and then you are going to find such situations whereby we are going to have issues uh, um, that are not being resolved. Um, when you look at a budget and the actual implementation, because we're thinking, if, if I'm saying my, my research dates back to 2015, 2016, and I'm asking myself if at the time uh, we had this 3,900 and something Pitla trains, um, and we make commitments a year and we actually do it, we would have eradicated Pitla trains in three years. Um, because of the infrastructure budget that we have been calculating over the years, just saying that at least, um, uh, uh, you know, 500 or however a number of uh, schools would have, um, you know, been upgraded their, 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 their infrastructure, um, others eradicate that thing, demolish it and do whatever. And, and by now we have been having, you know, schools with proper sanitation and, mm-hmm. and, and proper hygiene um, in these rural, rural settings. And it's a mm-hmm. problem because what we are doing, we are neglecting the rural, the rural areas, but in each and every state of the nation address, um, we are talking about rural development. We are talking about um, our focus being in these areas because we need to upgrade them. Um, we need to put in more money for, in, for infrastructure to communities mm-hmm. and so on so that we cap this uh, great migration that comes into urban areas or urbanization and so on. But in fact, from there, um, I think immediately after the speech, everybody forgets what the president had said or what the Minister of Finance had, had committed. And then the next thing, we continue our lives up until the following year, whereby we are, we are, we are, we are able to make uh, other commitments. Then yeah. now it becomes lies. It's no longer um, a commitment or a will to change people's lives. But now you're constantly promising something that, you know, is proof air. Um, and then it becomes lies. Hence, the state of the nation this year, we had said that why is the president standing in front of the nation and lying to the nation? Because this has been rehearsed for the past six years has been in office from taking over from President Zuma in 2018 and coming into office rightfully for his five years. We have been hearing the same thing over and over again. And then we were presented with Denzualo with that the people of uh, KwaZulu-Natal, Limpopo, um, Northwest, and who are still using Pitla Trans tool today, even when there's a court order which had um, you know, uh, 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 said to the department, eradicate pit latrines yeah. within 12 months at the time. They were given a 12 month period and to report to the court. But um, what we have seen over the years is that even the justice system, um, politicians and, and people in government, you know, uh, they overlook uh, judgments and they don't implement them. The same, um, yeah. a, a typical example of which is happening with this particular trends, because if um, we, we, we were serious about taking, uh, you know, uh, uh, taking our laws seriously, and actually, when when the judges are, are, are being, you know, handed down, and 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 a verdict is made, then we implement immediately, and then we'd say that mm. we are a country which is lawful, we are a country which upholds its laws and its constitution, and so on. But in South Africa. We are seeing that on a daily basis that we are re- 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 regressing 
and and it it becomes a problem because every yeah. other sector yeah. of our society now becomes affected by just one aspect um, mm. um, that is, is is not happening because yeah. these things are linked together. Yeah. It's it's just so sad because in all of this, uh, you know very well that there's human life uh, and the young life uh, that really is caught up as we see uh, these gaps and the lapses uh, within issues of governments or governance and and the likes. And just give us a sense then, Yongam, of where uh, your petition is. And just a reminder to our listeners at home uh, that we have Yongam Azikebe who's here with us uh, this morning as a Nguvu Change Leader and the UDM Secretary General, just speaking about issues. Of infrastructure, uh, particularly looking at uh, pit latrines and what has been done uh, over time, and uh, really what needs to be done uh, when you look at uh, responsibilities of government, uh, what's enshrined in the constitution, and what's even come out of the courts uh, where this particular issue is concerned. We're on 0861 if you are in your area, maybe have spotted even some of those pit latrines, maybe share uh, with us uh, this morning in terms of how things have been faring and what you'd like to see a change as a matter of urgency uh, going forward. Uh, but I wanted to come back here, Yongama, uh, to ch- just uh, check in uh, with you around uh, the petition. I know there's been a lot of pressure that you guys have been pushing there as the Nguvu change leaders, uh, but just also ensuring that you want these committees within parliament uh, to to ensure that there's pressure and their responsibilities and they play their role too in ensuring that uh, this becomes somewhat of a thing of the past, uh, these pit latrines. And I'm just looking here, uh, thinking about uh, just the commitments towards 2025 uh, to say uh, where would we then be if then you are saying that you know, when you look at that particular commitment, uh, we were talking about uh, more than 3,000 schools that still have illegal pit latrines. They'll need to be demolished and to be replaced. And uh, this is just one of those issues that are that are a cause of a concern. Uh, so where are we uh, with your petition and are we receiving joy uh, in terms of uh, just your expectations from uh, those uh, policymakers? Um. I, I don't think Agatlechoza would be joy if we are still facing the problem. Um, ours is to welcome the, the steps that have been taken when we when we put the, the, our, our petition. Let me remind our listeners at home that um, we started the petition around February, beginning of February last year, um, and it, that was before uh, the child in the Eastern Cape fell into into, into a pit latrine. And when um, we, that story broke out, we felt a need that uh, when we reached uh, 5,000 um, signatures, just just above 5,000 signatures, like we're not going to wait for 10,000, 5,000 uh, voices should be enough for uh, you know the legislatures to to listen to us. So what we did, we sent the, the same petition to provincial legislatures. Um, that we had, uh, you know, uh, mentioned on the on 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 the, on the petition, which was Limpopo, KwaZulu Natal, um, and, and and the Eastern Cape. Um, we also copied in, in in that communication the departments themselves, whereby we did not receive a, a single response from from any of the officials or the powers that be in provincial um, legislatures or provincial governments, of which that in itself it is worrying because this is a mandate upon the office. Um, and then we had to around um, I think around May, uh, beginning of June. 
we said we said to the Sengu who changed leaders and said, no, let us take this into the Speaker of Parliament, not even the department, uh, the, the, the portfolio committee itself, the Speaker itself, because what we wanted at the time was for the matter to be debated in Parliament and for Parliament to take a vote um, on it. And we're hoping that that particular vote would, you know, assist in putting pressure to to, to the ministers. Um, and, and, and in that, we copied the president the, uh, himself um, because he's the boss of these ministers and they should, you know, um, uh, listen to their boss or do what their boss is saying. That's what we are hoping for and thinking. Um, but then the Speaker of Parliament uh, referred the matter back to the Portfolio Committee, um, of which we, we, we appreciated that. Maybe if we went to the Portfolio Committee ourselves, we would not have been listened to. Um, and around November the 7th, we made a presentation before the Portfolio Committee uh, on basic education. Um, and, 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 and the departments were there, the provincial departments were there, um, and they made their pro- uh, presentations of how far they are. But we did not get joy um, in that because we, we were not getting the answers <clears throat> that we were actually looking for to say how many pit latrines are there in each and every province mm-hmm. and what are the steps that needs to be taken. And we need timeframes um, to saying that we are going to implement this. This is when you are going on tendering and our tender is going for 30 days or 40 days. Um, and this is a process. All that uh, supply chain uh, management uh, kind of process and how are they uh, are they assisting in making sure <clears throat> sorry that uh, the process runs faster than because this thing has been here for more than uh, two decades mm. and 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 we did express that to saying that we're not finding joy in this yeah. um and we're, we're grateful for one thing that that the committee itself did take our concerns into action and we saw them in january this year uh, visiting these particular provinces on on an oversight um long overdue because we do not know why they were they, they did not do it in the previous years um because this issue has been on the media has been um in, in in public domain and they know about it it has been in front of them um but then last week um the committee had had, had a report in parliament um and they tabled it to the house and uh, the House voted on it. Um, interestingly, every other political party, of which I think that our legislatures, of which which are members of Parliament, uh, they had to they had to be well woken up to saying that this is a serious matter. This is not a matter of politicking. Um, it, it, it's a matter of life and death. In fact, um, pit latrines are not just illegal, but they are inhumane. Um, because these are not the standards uh, people should be living under. It's 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 beyond beyond um, an illegal illegal issue. And they voted on it, and they gave um, the, the the minister of education, Omar Maouenjo Mutsecha, 60 days to report to Parliament on the same things that we had said in November. That we are not happy that you are not coming with the timeline time frames. You are not coming with the process that yeah. is going to going to be undertaken. You are not telling us where you are right now. So um, within that 60 days, we're hoping that we're going to get that report. And one thing that we loved um, from from the report itself, it it, it mandated Parliament, the base, the the, the, the the portfolio committee itself, um, the, the national department and provincial uh, department to liaise with us on each and every step of the way. Um, uh, it's been seven days now. 
because it was last week Tuesday, mm-hmm. so it's Tuesday today. We haven't had anything. However, what we had we had yeah. discussed um, with with um, uh, my colleagues at Nguvu and at the UDM is that yeah. we we are not going to just wait for them, but we're going to put pressure on them, um, and and we are worried that. Now we're going to vote, uh, election campaigning yeah. and so on. Yeah, I was going to so say as well that you know the elections are just around the corner as well. Or the May the twenty ninth, we're heading there. Uh, couldn't we now more or less uh, see some little bit of a move, or is this going to come as a challenge? Uh, looking at how you would have wanted things to go. Um. It, it it is going to pose a challenge because I think uh, what 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 we have done in South Africa we have forgotten that we've got DGs who are actually the ones that should be doing the work and other staff members who are junior than the than the director generals and so on who always look up into 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 um, politicians only and I think during this time. Uh, government officials, you know, mm. they don't do their work. I don't want to say they slack. They don't do their work because they're like, ah, uh, there's no one to 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 to, uh, to put oversight over me and what not for. So it is it is going to be a very challenging time uh, for us. But what we are doing, um, as much as we have that, we're going to put yeah. that pressure right to the DGs, um, get these meetings with them during this time, so that we see movement. Um, uh, and 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 for them. but also, what we have decided upon is to approach each and every political party that is contesting elections, um, um, and present this to them. Because most political parties we've seen right now, they've put the matter into their um, uh, 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 manifestos. But we want to engage them so that come the seventh parliament, we do not start afresh. Because the issue in South Africa is that when a new government comes in, whether it's from the same party or not. Um, we put aside everything that was done in the sixth parliament and we want to start something new. And hence things are not moving at a pace that we want them to move because we're always starting something new. It's like our economic policies from RDP to Askisa to uh, NDP and whatnot. All these are happening in the space of 30 years without having tested these policies if they really, really are working and they are failing us in one way or the other. So we've never given our policies a chance. So what we want to do, we want to make sure that this particular issue does not within the cracks or it does not um, you know go back um, into 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 uh, the, the program of parliament but so is it, it, it going to be a challenge then if maybe there's a new administration that comes into uh, you know power or would that more or less derail you even even more or when you look at how you've been trying to put pressure here it it, it is a two-pronged uh, thing um, uh, because uh, what what you want to do Engage these DGs, um, which are government officials, the ones who are implementing, you know, um, and 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 get them to to move the wheel, um, whilst politicians are uh, we're, we're busy as politicians, uh, you know, um, gunning for votes, so that when the new parliament comes or the new administration comes, there is movement at least. But then, if they don't move, then it's a challenge, um, because. During campaigning, there is no oversight that has been that is put. There's no one from 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 higher offices, um, uh, parliament or ministers, who's going to put pressure into that DG and and so on. So we have we have we have we have that. It's going to it, it is going to be a, a challenge, um, but um, it is a challenge that we we you know we are going to take up because we've been 
we've come this far. We cannot, uh, you know, let this fight um, fall within the cracks or or die um, um, right now just because there's a change of of government. We need to be resolved. And there's one thing I always say, especially as young people, Mm. it is that we have have realized that we're not going to be given anything on a a silver platter, even though there are promises to say, young people, this is a space that you need to, to run into. We're opening these doors and everything. But when you get there, you know you have to put up a brave fight in order for you to get whatever that you so we are going yeah. to fight yeah. we are going to make sure um that these kids they get the dignity they deserve and the best education um that they deserve in order for them to succeed um um, um tomorrow because yeah. dignity num- dignity number one it's 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 an innate thing um if you can't get dignity at a younger age you would not know what dignity is but if you're treated with dignity, you are served with dignity and, and you live a dignified life. When you grow up, at least you know what yeah. is that yeah. and, 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 and you know how to plan your life mm. in a dignified manner, in, in, an, in, 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 in a manner of integrity and ethics yeah. and so on. So hence I've said at the beginning that this particular issue it does not only end at the schooling process whereby the basic education, but it, it encompasses every other area of these children's lives and our lives as a society at large. Yeah, no, uh, you guys are really doing an awesome one there. And as I let you go, Yongama, I wanted to find out from you, is the link still there? Can people still rally behind the petition? Uh, you know, more or less add on uh, to uh, just uh, the number of voices in terms of just ensuring that uh, there is pressure uh, to uh, the governors, members of parliament, uh, policy makers around just infra- infrastructure lapses here and how then they can work around ensuring that uh, pit latrines are a thing of the past. Is, is that uh, you know petition still open? It is. It is still open. It's. It's on um, change.org. Mm. Uh, you can just type in uh, eradicating pit latrines um, in uh, Eastern Cape, Limpopo, Kwazulu Natal now, um, mm. and you find it. Uh, sign it. Add your voice in there, because we cannot stop organizing. We need to continue to organize up until what we are fighting for becomes a reality. Yeah. Um, because if we stop, um, you know, organizing and we stop mm. um, having more voices rallying behind um, um, a cause, um, and then that cause is going to die. Yeah. So the more of us, um, um, you know, putting up our hands, uh, raising our voices, it gives even, even us who are running, uh, at, at, you know, at the forefront of, of this, you know, um, um, more energy and zeal to say that mm. South Africans, Africans are behind us in this thing and they're putting their voices yeah. and we're elevating our voices as well um, to make sure that, um, 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 you know, we, 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 uh, if it are becoming yeah. a thing of the past and uh, we really have... Uh, uh, you know, uh, mm. good good uh, hygiene and, and sanitation uh, toilets in, in schools. Yeah, no, everything of the best, man. And I'd encourage Thank everyone to really rally behind change.org. Uh, there's the Eradicate Pit Latrines Now tab there. Uh, and you can look into these three provinces and how then uh, we'll see that pressure applied here. Yongama, uh, please keep us uh, posted, man. Update us uh, just with developments here uh, so that we can also just rally and try to put pressure on our end. 
Um, thank you very much, Akashako, and for that, and thank you to the listeners at yeah. home. Um, right now, uh, I just want to say that it is not just these three other these three provinces. Yeah. Also, Northwest is a part of um, uh, this cause, um, as they still do have um, quite a number of pediatricians in that particular province. So, in fact, what we are what we are wanting to achieve is not only for these provinces, but for the entire country, yeah. where you find pediatricians. Not just in schools. Yeah. I think the next fight after this one is pit latrines at homes. Communities. Because these yeah. kids these kids are coming from homes with pit latrines. Mm. They go to schools with pit latrines. So there's no dignity. Um in, in that value chain, there's no there's no value in that chain in any way. There's no dignity. And at home, at school, in the society, all they know is, is, is a stench of feces because of pit latrines. So we need to eradicate that all in, in its entirety. But we're starting with the schools. We're going to win that one yeah. and then we'll move on to the next one. Yeah, no, everything of the best, man. Uh, really, Thank I you. encourage everyone to rally behind this particular petition here. Ayonga uh, Mazikepe coming through as our guest uh, this morning, uh, just uh, yeah, from the United Democratic Movement. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.